what is up y'all welcome to the vlog podcast on this beautiful monday afternoon we're recording this on june 22nd my name is quinn man but it's not about me it's about this cast of characters i have with me today under me or across from me virtually it's jacoby freeman my boy kobe free and you know what it don't even matter who else is here because we got jacoby here on episode what's this episode five Welcome back, four. baby. Five Episode years. four. Welcome back. Everybody, round of applause for Jacoby. Wow. Thank you. I'm <laughs> down. Jacoby, I think it's speech time. Talk to the people. We haven't heard from you since your uh, where you been? Your incident. I've been in Lindenburg tending to some chicken, handling chickens and some ducks. <laughs> Arm straight. Been handling some family business. Things been going crazy. 2020 has been ass. As everybody already knows, but hey, LL Cool J's back. I mean, LL Cool Jacoby is back. So let's get this stuff. Let's get this show started. My God, I don't want to ever hear you refer to yourself as that again. Well, like, uh, welcome I'm, back, Jacoby. LL Cool Jacoby. But I was vibing with him too, though. Like, I'm like, yeah, so man, said 2020. That? Ugh, he, hated he here. More like, he more like Martin Luther Cool Jacoby. What the dude? What the what the girl at the club say you look like? <laughs> Ruben Studded. <laughs> Ruben Studded. <laughs> mixed with uh, mixed with who? Hey. Come was, on, it was, it was Ruben Studded and uh, somebody else. Remember they said he looked like Spice Adams, bro. Spice Adams is the funniest comparison. To be fair, at the time, Jacoby absolutely looked like Spice Adams. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fact. With a sweater on and everything. Yes, it's a fact. Um, other than, and then, excuse me, other than Jacoby, as he takes a sip of his red cup, we've got Jair Perry. Jerry Perry is, is what the people call him. He loves that name. Jerry, how you doing, brother man? I'm not responding to you saying my name properly. <laughs> Jair Perry, that how was are his you? response. Nothing about you doing. Doing. That was Oh, he did. He did respond. <laughs> how you doing, Jair? You good? You lean oh, back wow. a little extra today. You had a 90 degree tilt. That must mean you feeling all right. Just a little comfortable, you got that man. double cup lean. <laughs> Just trying to be comfortable in this time, in these times of discomfort. Ooh, I see. Ooh, see what I, see what I, I did. See. see what I did for the people. I see, I like see what I'm taking them today. Uh, we love a woke king. See what I'm taking them today. Well, I see. I see. I didn't Come do on, the signs man. until just now. I'm here to pod. And last but not least, Christopher, no, Natari McMillan. How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm I'm, I'm happy to see y'all. I'm happy to see you. Actually, Jaya is the only one I haven't seen in person this, in the last couple of days. That's I saw true. the other two this weekend. But Jaya was also in D.C. like right after after we left. Yeah. Or was that before? For real? No, I think I went, we went for Father's Day. Sunday. Yeah, so that was right after because we were out there on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, for the. I thought you meant like the same day. Yeah. No, I meant like right after like a couple of days. Okay. I was we was up there scooting around. We went. Y'all was on the scooters. I just told I told him yesterday. I was like, we were looking for the scooters the entire time we were in DC, and we just got stuck with bicycles. Is fire. Yeah, I had, we we kept getting stuck, slowed down because of the, like the restrictions on the areas. Uh huh. Them shits is fire. Well, I definitely got to go back. So they have like restrictions on the on the different areas that you're in. So like around like all the uh, statues and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. uh, the museums. They were they were restricted to like three miles per hour or something like that. Was ass because you basically can't go nowhere. Three, but yeah, we'll walk backwards. Exactly. <laughs> like I was, I was, 
I was scooting my ass off on a heavy ass. Scooter. You used to do the kicking and the <laughs> oh, pushing. Oh, you kick Cuddy in that joint. Imagine <laughs> sweating Lupe Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco. Imagine being in a 15 and then going to a three real quick. Yeah, that's jerk over. Yo, you, <laughs> you flipping over stop. the front. Me and my pops was going. All of a sudden, that shit slowed down. I was like, the fuck is this? You know Jair is 6'8". So. And I was in a crowd of people, too. In a long tumble. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we had a real good time. We went down there Friday. The Wizards and the Mystics um, basically gathered a whole bunch, their, their entire team for the most part. I think everyone is out there, actually. And I uh, got a lot of people in the area and some out of the area to march uh, for the Black Lives Matter movement. So Chris, myself, Sydney, and I can't remember my, your cousin's name. What was your cousin's Alfred. name? Alfred. Alfred. Who, I don't Shout even think Alfred, Alfred followed me back on Instagram yet, so we're going to have to throw some hands. <laughs> um, we all went out there and marched, and it was a really good march. It was a long walk, too. That was a long march. We was marching and yelling, and about a quarter of the way through, I was like, Black not Lives only, Matter! Not <laughs> only was it a long walk, the people in the front were like 6'6 six, six plus. All so, you know, we was, we was in the back of the short legs hustling, doing the, we was walking like Dexter. <laughs> legs got range. Right. We well, was hustling, bro. Dog, I had to walk it, most of it backwards. Because I had to, I had to work that day. So I did social media work while I was there marching and I had to walk backwards to get camera what was going on. Boy, my calf is on fire. Deuce is sitting, step, stepping on my shoes. Ja, you, ja saw I this that. video. I saw it in the video. That man Deuce stepped, stepped all, all over his over toe. my 270s, dog. My head snatched so fast. <laughs> <His head. laughs> but I was like, it's okay. You know, we're out here for a You look down cause. first to check for damage. Down and, and then, then for sure. And then it was like, right across. all right, motherfucker. <laughs> I looked, I ain't seen no scuffs. I'm like, all right, that, that was my warning shot. Like, don't let it happen again. I know we out here together. Bro. They can get ugly. You out there in two seventies? Yeah. How your feet won't hurt? Bah, they were hurt. <laughs> they were. It was two seventies. Not comfortable. No, bro. No, bro. Air Max two seventy. I was thinking about getting them. They, no. It's just a bottom. It, like the shoe is just like a canvas. Like felt. <laughs> the I shoe. thought it was the. Re- I thought it was the React. It's not the React. So. They no, it is. Comfortable? It is the React, but it's not comfortable. It's oh. the the upper like the toe box into the laces has no movement. So like that joint wears oh, the top of your foot bad. Uh, it's like it plastic. Was a, it, it was a good model. So like yeah. half we felt. walked too. It felt, it like, but it's it's hard felt right there on your top of your toe box. It's it's trash. I'm glad I didn't spend the my colorways are the only good thing about them. The colorways are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's why I wanted it because I wanted. To, I actually wanted the ones that Q got. Hey man, I haven't seen them. What can I green say? Well, What'd you say, Kobe? <laughs> Y'all really want to be the same person. No, we could, just want to be like me. I'm the he the light skinned Quinn male. That's what that's what I heard him say one of them one of them times. Oh, when right. did when was that ever said? You were saying you were saying you was rapping, and I was like, "What? What you you said light skinned Quinn male?" Right. Yeah. I'm gonna let I'm you grab it though. I'm gonna let you paint this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you paint this picture. You got it. It's okay, bro. It's okay. You it's got nothing, it. It's nothing wrong. It's the hard life we live. It's nothing wrong. Well, <laughs> somebody called me light skinned this week. I was like, oh. Huh? Said, Wait a minute. Read the room. <laughs> <laughs> no colorism allowed. Read the room in any magnitude. <laughs> but yeah, we had a good. <laughs> we had we had a good time out there. Hey, right? You know, I wasn't here last week. Look. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty dog. But yeah. We had a good time out there. <laughs> and then we, uh, 
Yeah. We had a good time. Wait Chris. for y'all to reel it in. We're, we're trying. I'm trying to talk about the good time we had. You see me trying to segue out here. We had a good time. And this is, um, that was Friday. We got some Shake Shack, some good Shake Shack after. Chris. Hey, I try to tell you. Jacoby a hating ass nigga, bro. I'm really you know, hating. Shake, Shake, Shake Shack not that good. I, I don't know what's chicken sandwich is different. Shake Shack is the chicken sandwich is good. I just don't think it's every time I go to DC, I gotta get Shake Shack done. You know oh no, nah, that's not the vibes. No, no. No, nah, that's not is the that vibes. what? It's Chris. That's what you're on. You gotta get it every time you're there. No, it's just I don't go. I don't go often. So I, I always say I want it when I go. But I don't. Yeah, I gotta go to that jerk. You get it though. Oh, it's too. It's too. I heard about that jerk. <laughs> I heard it's good. I heard they got good. That's that shit. Yeah, That's that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys. We have a platform. Yeah, so what, what is it? Yeah, what you think it is? <laughs> you, you it's a Caribbean restaurant. It it's a Caribbean restaurant. You guys. Not, I, thought, I thought you were surfing the, the name at. What the rest of the name at? <laughs> nasty fucks. It's right there in front of you, Jacoby. <laughs> it's literally that jerk. <laughs> This nigga was going to glory holes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my God. And we're back. <laughs> Moving on from Caribbean char grills to, to the amazing time that Chris and Jacoby had on Saturday. Would you guys, yeah. guys like to expound upon your experience in Richmond? Look at us. Really get in. We had a rally with the bros. <laughs> 06. To the good ones. And it was, it was a good time. There was a lot of um, a lot of important people there. We had the uh, Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, Brother Justin Fairfax. We had the uh, the governor, or one of the, excuse me, one of the senators, uh, Tim Kaine and a, a bunch of other people. Um, Spanberger, she was there. Um, Abigail. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was a lot of good people, a lot of good talk. Um, and it was a lot of good love there. It was it was a lot of um, a lot of alphas were there. There was plenty of deltas. Uh, is, is, is that, is that, <laughs> is that I mean, the last line of your no, 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 no. your weekend breakdown? <laughs> that's that's what you wanted to really bring up home. We with? just we just had to let it breathe for a minute. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. It was a lot of love. A lot of a lot of vendors too. There was a lot of good art. So like they had um, shirts with the uh, with the sorority and fraternity colors. That was all the black fist, the black power fist, oh, which nice. were dope. Jacoby got his hat, uh, which I think is dope. <laughs> Why that face, Kobe? <laughs> he snitching. I didn't even snitch it. I ain't even, what, what I'm gonna tell him what I got. <laughs> How, what's gonna be my my uh, my rundown? Uh, he took your material. We got food. One thing I did. <laughs> I drank water, got hot, and bought a hat. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I go on Instagram real quick, and I see that Chris has posted us on his story to let the world know that we're recording this podcast. You don't even say nothing to nobody when he takes Here, the here's, here's the thing, <laughs> and I think we need to talk about this, because this is something that's been on my mind for a few years now. Years, goddamn. We gotta have the conversation as brothers of when you could just put material out there <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I look mad dumb in this picture. Like my <laughs> my mouth is all misconstrued. My eyes look wide. Jair is in the middle of a sneeze. Jacoby's hat is on the back of his head. Like it's just a lot going on in this picture. And fellas, what? 
I need we need approval. Like what happened to hey, I'm taking a picture. Do you guys want to see the picture before I put it out there? No, you just put us I out there. I thought y'all looked good. I thought you really good. set me up because I was talking about how much I look like LL Cool J, but I really do like Ruben Stutter. <laughs> <laughs> so did I set you up? Yeah, because I can't catfish nobody now. Delete. You're catfishing? Delete all that. You want me to delete it for real? No, it's fine. But I just, Tori already posted on the on the page. She already reposted. <laughs> Tori, Tori with the swiftness, our social media. She'd be on the quickness. You said, oh, somebody added us? Click. <laughs> That's love, though. I'm not even mad at it. Oh, by the way, we've reached 100 followers on the page. Woo! Know, but. My sister, that's what's up. My sister, like, y'all still ain't following me back, and I don't know what to tell them. Tori, hey, Tori our social media manager, the sister of Jacoby Freeman, hasn't received a follow back <laughs> on the Vlog Podcast. So if you can do that while listening right now, we thank you. I said, I'm you have her friends. Instagram. So I, she I ain't can, got no clout. <laughs> you have her Instagram so she can she can know who to yeah, follow back. Yeah, slide I told her. No, I told her I'm halfway there, so like, I, I ain't got no clout on the Instagram page. <laughs> no, 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 no. None of us do. Yeah, I don't know the login. It's not about us. That's Tori Spinster. That's her spam page. Burner. That's her burner for that's sure. That's her burner account. That's the burner for sure. The DM's going crazy. I ain't putting nothing on that joint. <laughs> you, need to die. you need to go check that joint, bro. It's a front. I, hey, man, listen. Hey. Tori and that's right talking reckless to the podcast listeners. Wow, crazy. <laughs> Tune in or else. Wait, wait. I might have to I might have to check the follows real quick. Yeah, go ahead Come and check on, that man. follow on this, bro. <laughs> it's a reason we above hundred <laughs> now. Come on now. The flock at the you dark. Bro, what was, I don't know what's going on. See what was going on in the DMs. <laughs> only flock, bro. She started the only flock. <laughs> only flock. Hey, that is funny. <laughs> the only flock page popping at 20. <laughs> Josh sound asleep. <laughs> TL sleep, <laughs> bruh. TL sleep. All right, let me let me get this off. Come on, man. <sighs> but how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Other than that, though, all jokes aside, real seriously, how you guys? How you guys holding up? You don't give me that. Oh, I'm good. Cause I'm. Did it, did, wait, wait. Did anybody get Happy Father's Day texts? I did. I received. I did, I did too. You just not going to pitch in, Jair? What? Did you Confirm get a Happy Father's Day text? Oh yeah, no, I did. Unfortunately, from my brothers as well with the jokes. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> you, nigga. Quentin Mayo. Quentin Mayo. Oh dang! He's a Happy Father's Day daddy. Yuck. No, we I need did. to stop putting that bad juju, juju in the whoa, air. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's wrong with that? Go ahead and have some guy kids out here. I am 22. I'm ready to be an uncle. And I'm not financially ready to be a daddy. You got the bag? You just bought some Chanel's yesterday. I seen the Chanel shoes. Who? Who? I seen <laughs> it. I seen it. You Please. was all on Snap. Yo, Snap. You're right. What y'all think about these? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Exclusive. Not even out yet. I was like, ooh. Yep. Big boy yep. bags. I feel yep. it. I, I can't tell if he's telling the truth or not. He was. He's not. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> it's the voice that sold it. That's what I'm saying. It was the voice. <laughs> yeah, like it definitely, yeah, definitely is true. Just look. <laughs> they definitely look. They look better on feet. On God. all the nigga got to do is make his voice deep <laughs> to snap. make you believe the truth. And I mean, it's coming to you like in That's person. Crazy. <laughs> I got. Oh, I got. I got to lean back. Yo, snap. Uh, <laughs> 
Move the microphone away from away from me for a second. Yo, snap. Yo, snap. That's all that got to happen. Got these 13s, man. Yeah, the spin, too. You got the spin right. Look at it. Look, every time y'all right. talk, he go like this. Right. <laughs> I just think with the head bop. They can do the new freezer. Right. <laughs> chill. Two seat. Ooh, put it on top of the eater. Ooh, new freezer. Uh, yeah, no kids anytime soon. Come on, Rick. Go ahead and get you one. No, you no, go I'm get ready. you one. I'm ready to be uncle. Here, here Chris go with that. I'm ready. You, you like the trigger. You ready for kids, Chris? No, I'm ready for Jire to have a baby. It's I'm not, not about me. <laughs> I'm ready to be an uncle first. Well, something's got to give you. lit. I'm sure You all in here like this. <laughs> right, everybody. Look, one up, one down, one to the left. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what that reminded Who me of? the kid first? <laughs> Shout out, Martin Shout out. Rose. Shout out. I'm cool. What do you think you'll be ready? And does your does your plan for children match that of the woman we presume to be your, or you presume that's going to be your wife? Yeah, we actually had that talk the other day. And I mean, we're Our both children? around the age. Yeah, because I mean, I brought it up just because it's a conversation that needs to be had in a relationship. What age? Um, age? Huh? He didn't say age. He didn't say age. I didn't oh, say okay. age yet, but I was, I, mean, I was getting ready to say around like 27, 28. I mean, like when I'm hitting, when I'm getting in my thirties, I'll be ready that's then. Fine. You think you'd be ready 27 to 28? Y'all definitely want to get it in before 30? Is that y'all, yeah, is that like a conscious effort? At least start, effort? at least start. Yeah. Like start, at least like be in preparation for it. Mm. Why, why is I, that? I, Cause I, I, I'm, I the same, I'm the same way, I'm the same way. I, I want I want to have time to travel. Like I want to have time to like, I want to have time to be married. I want to have time to enjoy my marriage without the responsibility of a kid. I want to have time to enjoy vacations without having the responsibility of taking care of another human being. I would just, I just want to be able to enjoy my marriage without that, that other. I don't want to call it a burden, like that other responsibility. But not too much time. Because I mean, time? what you twenty three? Twenty two. Twenty two. Your birthday's just passed, so you just turned twenty eight. Right. Yeah, I turned twenty three next year. <clears throat> so, twenty eight. You said twenty six and twenty eight. Yeah, 27, 28. 27, 28, that's six years. That's enough time to really live it up your adult years. And then at 28, you can be ready to hang it up. Are you sure? You might just be hitting your bra. You might be, you might be after 30, bro. I don't know, right. bro. You'll just <laughs> hang up the cleats. But, at that's, like, but it's, that's the thing where I have a different perspective from you guys, because I've been in a relationship for four years. I'm already ready to, you know, move along. <laughs> I respect everything he's saying, but for the listeners that know this podcast, we got to start drinking every time Jair <laughs> say, I've been in a no relationship bullshit. for four years, bro. Like, I haven't said that be for three shot. episodes. That was the first one. That's Cheers. it. <laughs> what have you been in for the last four you years? You're asking I'm me sorry. relationship shit. I'm going to, yes. Every time Jair say stereotypical Jair shit, we taking a drink. I just want Don't to even work. say nothing, just take a drink. He's speaking Can we get a list of stereotypical Jair nah, but How about every time anybody say some stereotypical them shit? Then we gonna be drunk by the end of this episode. That's the plan, ain't it? All right. <laughs> Everybody drink on Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. 
Let me get my shit. I don't got nothing for water. I, like, I say, my here. shit is this on my drinking imagination. <laughs> drinking empty cup. Fake it till I make it. <laughs> what was you asking me, Jacoby? No, I was saying, like, why why not now then? I mean, why not now what? Relationship for so long, and y'all kind of already done things, so why not now then? I'm not financially or mentally ready to have that responsibility yet. The thought of it sounds great. Like, I'd love to have a little mini me running around, but I'm not, I, I gotta be able to, t- I, I'm still not able to fully take care of myself. Like, I still got my own personal issues to deal with. Still gotta have my own, I don't have enough bread to take care of another person yet. Like, I still, I'm, I'm still in the building process right now. I wanna be able to Respect. give my kid everything that I was able to have. Respect. How do you know you're in a, in a good place Mentally, I think we can all pretty much pinpoint where we would think a good place financially would be. But right. mental is such a tricky, a tricky kind of like checkpoint for, okay, let's say I got two mil in the bank stash saved. Like physically, conceptually, I got money. I'm ready like to have a child. But how do you know that you're mentally prepared for that? I mean, I know for me, I'm, I have days where I just will sit by myself and not have any want or need to talk to anybody. Like I'll go ghost. Nobody will hear from me for damn near three days, three, four days. When I when I know I can move past that because having a kid, you don't have no time to yourself. Especially now you have there's no there's there's no space for that. So until I can move past that and be able to comfortably just be in the moment day by day, I'm not I'm not mentally ready to do that. Do you think a kid would get you mentally ready for that? Because now having that responsibility will kind of kickstart. Yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean, yes, but at the same token, I don't want my kid to have, I don't want my kid to bear that burden. Like, I don't, because at the end of the day, I have to want to care for my kid at the same time. Like, I, it can't be, I'm forced to take care of it because he's my kid, because then he's not getting every ounce of me that he can get. Or she. Or she, I'm about to say, or he's she. forcing, yeah, he's yeah, forcing yeah. a little Jair to come <laughs> to this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He <laughs> got one, one, one running around right now. He knew or somewhere she. we don't know about. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> relax, relax. He or don't she. miss. <laughs> Bro, yeah, like, I gotta relax. <laughs> Money. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, that's that's just, that's that's where I am. Are y'all, y'all both have the same opinion of that age to have a kid and also mentally and, and financially you have to be ready? And how you know mentally you're ready, Jacoby? I mean, around that age, I definitely think it's still a little too early. I would say I wouldn't be mad if it did happen there. You know, I'm fully like, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna set my responsibilities. You know, not saying I won't. I'm just saying what? <laughs> I'm just saying like this one let you mamas know <laughs> now. Jacoby yeah, said no. I may be young, but I'm ready. <laughs> no, he said I ain't accepting none of the responsibilities right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I got money for that. He said, like, you know, like, <laughs> I ain't gonna be here. I got money for that. Chill out. Chill out. Let's not push that. But, I mean, financially, I just feel like, you know, I think in the, in the mind, we just kind of coming from me growing up, like, I feel like I want to be financially. I just tell myself I want to be mentally ready for a kid or be financially. But I just think you never are really going to be there. You know, it's just kind of, it's going to happen whenever. Like, if you're doing adult things or doing, things to procreate you're gonna have that child i just don't think like i'll ever be mentally like you know i'll be mentally just have a kid but you don't know what's gonna happen in that kid's life you know your kid could have a disability your kid could 
be bullied at school, you know, have suicidal thoughts, anything like that, you know, I don't think I'll ever be mental, mentally like prepared to go through all that. But, you know, I just have to go in that moment and be with that kid, you know, and I mm. just, that's how you learn to be a father or be a parent. Like you have to be in that moment with the kid. So it's, it's not really, it's hard to prepare for a kid. Right. Them guys people gonna, do it, but. How y'all gonna act if you if your kids come home and you find out they're being bullied? Set it off in this motherfucker. I'm saying, like, my kid not, we not getting bullied we for too long. We ready to fight. <laughs> my kids aren't getting bullied. Yeah, none of that happens. I snatch up somebody on a kid. I will protect my children the same way Jaya protected his woman. I'm protecting my children. Did we have that conversation on the pod? Or was that the group message? Ah, uh, that was definitely a group message. My fault. I was about to say. I'm about to say I don't recall this. But, this <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like it. I just, I don't see my children getting bullied for longer than a couple of days. Cause once I get tired days, of it, I'm like, I'm gonna I'm ride out for my kids, bro. The first day, as soon as I get news. And I'm, I'm, but I'm saying nobody's gonna tell you the first day. Nobody's kids oh, yeah, 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 dad yeah, yeah, the first time that, like, yeah, this kid. I thought you were saying that, I thought you were saying a couple days, like the first couple of days of you knowing about it. No, 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 no. But I tell Got you, it. I also smack somebody else's parents. Oh, without, without a question. Like, come on now. Your mother no can question. get it, not your mother, but like your mother can get it. Your <laughs> mother can get it from her mother. Your no, mother, no, stop. It's a train, yo. Bring your mother over here. Drink, everybody, drink. I'm saying, everybody, drink. You gotta drink. You gotta drink. That's a drink. Gotta pour my cup up. Look, look. That's a sip. I'm saying your mother could get it from his mother or her mother. Like everybody's getting it. We heard you the first time. No, y'all again. Y'all go again. <laughs> y'all terrible. Can we drink again for y'all telling me I said something I didn't say? No. No. Well, no. You can drink. You said. That's not what I said. Y'all cut me off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why is it? Why you always got to deflect the blame on us when you say something like? But that's not what I said. We talked yeah. about deflecting. Q still ain't answered a baby question. Oh, but I didn't know it was for me to. I, I thought we were in agreement. You thought everybody else was just going. You asked everybody else, nigga. You answered. Why I gotta be okay? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. All black podcast. Read the room. Get it. Um, I I <laughs> I used to I used to be exactly where you guys are of like having a child before thirty. Um. But I don't know, man. I, I feel like I could. I I might have to push into my my thirties. Thirty, thirty one, thirty two. I, I just depend on career. Yeah, it, I just feel like I have a lot. Like I want to do, and I've like y'all know my first job was at uh, Little Caesars Pizza. I done worked at Dairy Queen, Target, Food Line. So I didn't see how much these little kids cost, boy. Formula expensive. Feeding these kids expensive. Knowing me, little season pizza every night. I'm sorry, bro. It's five dollars. You can eat on that for three days, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I did in college. Extra I survived. Most Extra most bestest. <laughs> you get you take a student ID up there, you get 50% off. That's all I'm saying. I did it. So you do it. But in all seriousness, it's just so expensive. It's just it's time consuming. And trust me, I want a little Quinn Jr. And I want a daughter as well. I also want to adopt. I want to do that as well. I want to do all these things, but I just want to make sure. Oh, I was about to get real. I was about to get real deep, but I don't think I want to divulge that to the podcast listeners. Right I think now. we we all saw it coming. Yeah, we and all saw it. sat back, my face lit up. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. No, I just. 
All right, so I was adopted. I was adopted. And my parents that birthed me were really, 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 really young when they had me. I want to say my mom was around 18 and my dad was around that same age, 16 to 18 range. <clears throat> and they just couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They decided to give me up for adoption, give me to give me and put me in a situation where I could have someone who actually was in the financial place to take care of me, that was in a mental state to take care of me. And that was that, but I don't want it to, like I'm an extreme case. Like we did this uh, study in school um, for like one of my capstone projects of just like adoption system and just how many kids just get lost in the sauce and get mistreated. Like I was, a, I was blessed. So I just want to make sure a hundred percent like once I have my child, and I think in any instance, whether it was tomorrow or 20 years from now, I'm gonna do everything I can to take care of him or her. But it's just so much that goes into raising another life. Like it's days that I don't even wanna get out the bed till like 12 o'clock. Well, sure, that baby don't know or care about what time you wanna get out. Like I gotta, you gotta go do that. So it's just like, it's it's a whole nother world. So I don't, I'm definitely not ready for it. And I don't know if at 28, I feel like all of us, career-wise, just life-wise in general, at 28, dog, you could be living, like, your best life. You know what I'm saying? Like, who says, like, Vince Carter played basketball until he's 40. LeBron is in year 17. Like, bruh, he's still averaging almost a triple-double. All I'm saying is, at some point, you got to hang it up. And are you really willing to to hang all that up, you know, to start taking care of someone else? I mean, I, so, I mean, are you... Go ahead. Are you seeing having a kid as a hindrance? Like it's why a, can't you? Why it's can't a you? It's a, it's a, it's <laughs> no, another. It's, it's, it's another, definitely, it's definitely derailing. It's definitely <laughs> going to slow things down. But at the same time, I mean, I mean we can, can we can, can be completely honest here. There's no negative connotation to saying something is a hindrance. No, there's absolutely a negative connotation. Oh, we can. To we, yeah, there's I'm a negative con definitely. connotation to the word hindrance, but you can, like the the primary definition of the word is not negative nor positive. It's a block. It's something in the way of. That doesn't yeah, mean something it, in the way. It's just in the way of. That doesn't mean it's yeah. negative or positive. So, yes, it would be a hindrance to the type of lifestyle I'm accustomed to living at 22, but also imagining being 28 or 29. Yeah, and that's not saying that I don't want to do that. I, I want to have a lot of kids, you know what I'm saying? But it's just that I want to make sure I ain't leave nothing on the table because you see a lot of parents out here, you, see, you hear a lot of stories like they weren't ready to have their kids, they send them to grandma's house and go do what they want to do. Like, they're just right. out and about. Like, I don't want to be that type of parent. I want to be like, I'm ready right now. Everything I have, I'm giving it to them. Now, realistically, I'll have to still work or do whatever. And that'll have to be a work-life balance or work-child balance or what our parents have done with us. But I want, I want to be ready. I don't want it to just come out of nowhere. And you know what I'm saying? That's that. I want to be able to give everything I had to my child and not feel like I'm just throwing him and making sure they're alive and not giving them everything and teaching them everything I can. What if the woman that you want to have kids with is ready for them? And it's definitely, it's it's negotiable. It's negotiable. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it like, oh, I'm not having kids till I'm 30 years old. Like, it's negotiable, so. But don't you and think- Jacoby and Chris if, look if, differently. Yeah, I think, well, I think, Quentin, if, <laughs> if, if you were- faces if you would, well, listen, because I feel like if you were to have kids before you were ready, that's just gonna build resentment. You feel me? Like if you have kids and you in your, you in stride, you in your twenty eights, right? 
and you're doing everything you want to do and you got this job and you got all this time that you're uh, dedicating to work and then it's like oh i'm pregnant and then it's like all right now you got to cut back on work now you got to cut back on um translation yeah, yeah basically <laughs> right. basically but like you got to cut back on all the things that you're doing all the things that are important to you man you're gonna start building resentment naturally whether you see it or not and it might not be enough to you that for you to actually act upon it but even still one day you're gonna be like damn like look where i was like look what i could have had you know but it also depends on this is we're all 22 23 years old talking about this you know what i'm saying we're it's very likely that at that age we're in a different mindset we're in a different mind state to where i'm not gonna feel like right now we feel like we haven't even really started our lives you feel me so i might be able to come to terms with you know being 28 and being like well, dang, I have traveled to all 50 states. I have done this. I have accomplished that. I am financially stable. I am ready for this. You know what I'm saying? Especially if the woman that I have my child with is going to be my wife. You know what I'm saying? We should have an open up conversation to where if it does happen, if you're going to run the, not the risk, but if you're going to run the risk of doing what it takes to have a child, then at that point with my wife, then yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. Like it could happen. It could definitely happen at that point. So I think if I was in that situation, I'd be like, I wouldn't be pissed. I wouldn't build resentment. I'd be like, all right, let's do this. You guys, you guys got me talking for 40 minutes and just set me up. <laughs> Jacoby. Because <laughs> your face lit up when that. I said that. Your face lit up just like Chris when I said that. About the hindrance? Nah, no, about when, what if, what if you're uh, negotiable? Yeah, oh, like what if, what, if what if your lady wants to have kids before you're ready? I mean, personally, I'm taking all the precautions that I need. You know, I know two forms of birth control is the best, but I know for for a fact, anything I'm doing, I at least have one form of birth control. I know it's not always 100 100% accurate, but at the end of the day, I'm, no, so I'm not saying mistaken. I'm saying, what if she comes to you and says, "I'm ready oh, for a kid," and you're not ready? How old am I? <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> no, my, my um, toxic I mean, meter is heating up. He been in love. Did you say you've been in love for two years? That's three. You did say that. Three. Oh, three. three. But we both are the same. Played that. <laughs> so, so imagine, imagine, water. um, water, listeners out there. <laughs> imagine right, in, so, uh, in about a year and a half, she come to you and she's like, Jacoby, I'm ready for a child. I'm, it's gonna be some serious battling and negotiation on my side, also that I don't need this kid. Some battling <laughs> that you don't need it. I don't like. I mean, some No, don't edit that. Let him. Let him no, get it started. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. saying. Like, you going to war? No, honestly, like, in the I just, gulag. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like. I would let go. I would really have to like just sit down. We don't have to really. Think, talk about it. It's gonna have to be some compromising, because I just don't want to bring a child into, like you know, like we were saying, financially, mentally. But I just don't want to bring a child in in a world that I don't think that I'm able to give it, give them all that I want to give them. Same so there's as, no way, n- no way for negotiating. This, so so there's no a, way. Yeah, it's, it's, there's it's no not way you come out of that conversation with a kid. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Huh? Which is not a essentially what you're saying is you, there's no way you're coming out of that conversation in agreement with her. Man, yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like you gotta you both have to be on the same page. Yeah. Otherwise, you shouldn't have the child. Yeah. Like it don't matter lot. for me. For me, it don't matter how ready you are. If I'm not ready, I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. 
Because like you said earlier, it's going to build resentment. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's a team thing. It takes we a both village. Gotta be, exactly. We both got to be ready to endure and to um, to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, a child is not a small commitment. It's a it's a lifetime commitment. It's a lifetime commitment. But this is, I mean, I don't want to, because I feel like nah, we're saying this up. now. I feel like we're saying this now, but then also, like, you know, that's, that's a big thing in the community, like, the black community, for sure, like, fathers not taking care of their kids and stuff. But I just feel like that step first, because this is going to sound bad, but I'm just like, they need to have these conversations first. Like, I feel like me, as the type of person I am, and I know situations how it could be, I'm going to have those conversations and let her know, like, and I'm taking my own precautions. Like, no, I'm not having a kid now. You know, I'm using protection. You know, but I just feel like I do I do see the other side, like that resentment side, because people do force them to have, like force people to have kids and they're both not ready. And it's just not a good situation for the kids in general. Or they think a, ch- a child will save a relationship. Right. Well, I think that's, that's a lot of the thing. problem. I think that's a lot of the problem with a lot of relationships nowadays is nobody wants to have the harder talks. Like Facts. that's that 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 talk about having a kid is a hard talk to have. Yeah, and, yeah, John, turn up. <laughs> I'm just like you got to be, you got to keep it, you got to be able to have those conversations in your relationship if you want a successful relationship. Because otherwise, everything's just gonna be a surface. You know, like what, like what, grow from there. What other conversations should you have? Let, let us single brothers know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, four talk years about in, four of them. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. I mean, but even just even when you're building a relationship, just having the harder talks, the talks about, you know, are you ready to make this an actual relationship? Are you ready to have kids? Are you when do you want to get married? When do you want to move in together? Like shit like that. Like just have and it doesn't have to be a structured talk. Like right? that. Y'all can just <laughs> that was a good one. Um <laughs> Onda Marco, Marco. It could be it could just you could just throw it in the middle of a relationship. And yes, it's gonna you know, take the conversation for a turn, but as long as you're making it a comfortable environment for your partner to talk in, then shit, this smooth sailing. Mm. So what would, would you say if you're not able to have those conversations that you should just get out that relationship or should you try to work towards that? Or is it I also, think if, go ahead. I think it's a matter of if you're willing to work towards it because not everybody's automatically ready to have those conversations. Like not everybody is coming into a relationship ready. How does shit turn into Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer. But his Chris face when he realized he was asking Jair way too many, like, all right, <laughs> enough, enough from you. Fuck up. I hope, I hope they watch the video for this. Everybody's faces just be telling. This is wild. I'm sorry. Are y'all dating or marrying women who already have kids? I'm not opposed. I guess. Well, it wasn't really a question for you. <laughs> I mean, no, right. no, no, it's for I everybody. My way but, it's for, but it's but no, 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 it's for would everybody. Would you? Would you? No. I would. You wouldn't? I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with that. The dynamic of <laughs> that a hindrance? baby father. A baby hmm? father, not the baby. A baby father. Because they're they're I always mean, that's have on that case. connection. You tough, Just right? Like everything no. is always cases, though. They'll, they'll like, always, always have that case. connection, though. I don't want to have to tolerate what that. What do you mean? Wait, the kids or the woman? The woman. Okay. You said um, she always have a the connection? The woman's connection to the The, the connection baby to the baby father, yes. Is it what? Like, they got to talk or what? Not, not that they have to, they, they'll always have the connection being the kid. That they fucked? Not that they obviously fucked. Not, there's always well, a oh, connection between the, them. The connecting, the, the child is the connection. The child is the, them. so they're always, yes. So regardless of if it's a good or bad connection, 
I don't I'm, I'm the type of person that I don't want any kind of bullshit on the side of my relationship so I don't want to tolerate so check, this out. check this out check this out no I'm a relax <laughs> <laughs> He said, you know life is going to be uncomfortable, right? Like, this is, I'm aware. This is not the movies. <laughs> Jacoby got that I'm off aware. Twitter. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> got that off Twitter memes. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Somebody I'm, told me that today. That's why I'm like, bro, do you know? Because I didn't know. I'm, a, like, I'm aware. Know. I just, I'm the type of person that I don't deal with the side bullshit. I'd rather so just cut that off in the first place. Let me let me let me um offer an alternate um perspective. So my mother had me and my two brothers with one man and then another man raised me and my brothers. There has never been side bullshit. I understand, I do, but it's not um it's not something that's always present cuz it's not I didn't I didn't know so my I, biological father until I, I turned I was 19 almost 20 years old and you know, so, so I, I do understand. Like case to case basis. I shouldn't yeah. put that into the into what I was saying. It's it's a case yeah. to case basis for me. I look, look at him, look at him, backpedaling. Backpedal king, <laughs> Richard Sherman, <laughs> Jamal Adams, <laughs> the hardest hitting safety in the league. <laughs> but no, nah, like, but I do understand because so for me because like that is my that is my family dynamic. Three of us are not biologically related to the person that raised us but there was also no side bullshit but at the same time there's always for me at least i can speak for myself in the back of my mind it's like like what y'all seen the episode with uh in uh the fresh prince where he's like how come you don't want me man Facts. there's always there's always been that in my head i can't lie about oh, it oh for sure mm-hmm. yeah and I mean, that's, um, that's, yeah. so like lot. that that's that's something that would definitely make me think twice because I mean, my dad, we don't share any blood, but that's my father, right. you know? That's, that is the male role model in my life. That's everything to me, Right. that is me. And, um, but even still it's like, dang, it, do I have what it takes to, to be that person for a child who's un, or who's uh, inevitably going to have those thoughts and those feelings about like, yeah, everything can be great here. And everything for me was great parent wise, but in the back of my head was always like a little cloud. It's like, like there are three of us. How come somebody was so okay with with giving us up? You know, how come, and you know, I'm sure Q, you might be able to relate too. It's like, how come somebody didn't want to see all of this progress that I'm making or see me become a man, right. regardless of how how great my family life is. And it was, it was, it was really, really, really good. It was really good. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything, but I mean, even still there is the resentment in the back of the mind that's like, like, damn, like somebody gave this up, right? you know? All this. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Jacobi's. I'm, just, I'm just thinking like I'm like I just feel like even if it's reverse roles like yeah in the case of like the question was like would we date a woman with kids but you know what if I what if I was the man with a kid but I'm out there looking for someone else oh. because our first relationship didn't work you know what I mean like you know by any chances of whatever the first relationship didn't work for it could have been me it could have been her she could have passed away you don't know what that story is you know yeah. and I'm just thinking like I wouldn't want nobody to pass judgment on me just because I have a kid, you know, because regardless, once I have a kid, that is my, that's gonna greet you at the door as long, like 
before anything else. It's, it's primary. Like, oh, I have a kid. Yeah, like I'm, I have a kid. You know. That's a great point. I'm thinking about it like do, you, that. do y'all feel like women are more, um, quote unquote, pressured? Like it's more socially acceptable for women to accept a man with kids than it is for men to accept a woman with kids. I yeah. feel like you see you see that more easily. In my opinion, you see a woman being like, well, of course, like, yeah, he has kids, but that's okay. Whereas men, you know, inside our own circles, we can have this conversation where it's like, you know, I don't, I don't want to deal with a, a baby daddy, you know? Yeah, no, I, I definitely think so. Just because a lot of times, like us as men, we don't necessarily have to do anything for that kid unless we really choose to. Like with women, like unless they get like, you know, if they get the child up or something, that's different. But that woman has to go through that pregnancy, has to go to those doctor's offices. Like they have to have their kid. Like, you know, we have to step up as fathers, but women have to step up as mothers first. Their body has to go through all that, you know? Mm -hmm. So like at the end of the day, a woman is looked down because it's like, oh, I don't want to buy all them kids. You know, like somebody would do that. Like I know people that do that. No, that's facts. But then also they got somebody pregnant and now they made another woman, another woman with all them kids. Cause they not doing what they supposed to, do. That's but fair. they in another relationship right now. That's fair. He not. She's yeah. struggling. Mm-hmm. I would like to just applaud. We got to do better. <laughs> <laughs> Men in general got to do better in a lot of different aspects. Yeah, Everybody has room for improvement, but I don't have space to talk to nobody. But men, men, we got to do better in a lot of different ways. I mean, that's facts. We got to do better by our women. For sure. The queens. The queens. <laughs> Let's take a special moment to shout out all our queens out there. We appreciate you. You <laughs> appreciate it. I thought she was about you to start name dropping. <laughs> I thought Quinn was about to pull out his list. You Is see this the camera show where he dropped the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be here long. I just got a few <laughs> Section A, clause C. <laughs> That's no, funny. Definitely, he by the definitely. name every woman he ever met in his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Every woman I've ever met, every woman I've ever met, I appreciate you. You deserve it. Yeah. All right. What, whether they whether they're still around or not. Yes. If you left Shout me, it's probably for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every, every time I I'm got sorry. Left, I, I got shit to work on. I got shit to work on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's okay. accountability. Okay. I hear you. I didn't know that was your friend. All right, so lately, <laughs> Trump held a rally in Tulsa. <laughs> not the long, not the long drink. <laughs> not, the long not the long sip. That drink sitting his guzzle. <laughs> not the long sip. Uh, right, right. Did he just pull out Vaseline lotion? I don't like that cocoa radiant with cocoa butter beads. You know what we got going on in the background. No, I didn't buy it. I didn't, uh, I don't use this. On your skin? Use for the bottom of my feet. So, so. Y'all lotion the bottom of your feet? Yes. You put lotion on your feet? I thought I was Do you wash your feet? Yes. Oh my God. I thought it was a white woman thing that they don't wash their legs and their feet. Y'all remember when that was a thing? But I mean, if you wash it, why wouldn't you put lotion on it? I wash my body. Is it just a white woman thing or? Person. No, it, it was it was a white woman who came it out definitely and, was a and white it was a woman. and it was a flock of white women who defended it. <clears throat> Y'all pee in the shower? Yes. No. I have before. 
I try not to. <laughs> Am I weird? <laughs> I pee in the shower. You yeah, supposed to pee in the pool too, don't you? I don't Y'all pee in the special. pool. I don't get in the pool in the first place. You Ooh, you probably don't pee in the pool because you scared. Look, <laughs> look at you. I don't get in the pool in the first I place. I don't swim. I'm so tall. I just stand up in the deep end. Like, <laughs> there's no point. Then, if I want to do that, I can't take it in the And then I dry off my ankles. Right. <laughs> and, and then put lotion on my feet. I just put my feet in and I'm already standing up. So I don't even get all the way in. So it's no I didn't say anything about. I didn't say anything about my height in the first place. I just said I don't get in the pool. That's a Jair thing. Not saying anything about your height, but talking about your height. Y'all, y'all talked about. Can, can I not swim? Uh, I can swim. I just don't like getting in the pools. I like why not? Because I like uh, what's the name? I like going out to islands and stuff like that and getting that water. I don't like chlorinated you water. You like the ocean? Whoa, Jesus, Mister! Oh, you fancy, Big huh? Bag. <laughs> you, you know life's gonna be uncomfortable, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it That's is. The title. That's this the title. Is. That's, That's the title. title. That's the title. <laughs> That's the title. This man Life's talking about some, okay. yeah, I don't do pools, peasants. I go to islands. Like, yeah. if I wanted to swim in water, I just go to the, the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Not a fan of pools. Sheesh. They have pools like in, on islands, too. Did you know? They don't just exclusively swim in the ocean. I go and, I go and get in the ocean. <laughs> That's facts. That is facts. They got pools like they on just, islands. They just stop building pools when you get there. <laughs> they did. To this little piece of land. Yep, they did. You know the United States is just a well, America is just a big ass island, right? It is an island with nasty wow. ass water. You're in a pool right now. Yeah, a lot of our ancestors are in that ocean too, though. Mm. <clears throat> you want to go to the, the beach, Jacoby? Who don't go to the beach? I was just curious. Was that you saying you don't go to the beach? I'm just telling him he like getting in the water. I'm like our ancestors are in that water too. I don't understand the correlation. I don't either, but I'm trying to. We're I'm gonna let you get your shit off, but just no. We was talking about getting in pools. Yeah. So what is it? And then I thought you, you only get in oceans. Yeah, he looking at his house there. That you were saying like you don't get in pools, you get in the ocean. But I'm like that water's dirtier. Oh, he. I didn't say because it was. I said I don't like chlorinated water. Oh, chlorinated drink up. No. <laughs> that was forced. Just want you to. Boom. <laughs> Get this guy out of here. <laughs> Alrighty, the coronavirus cases have spiked by 4,000 in Florida. <laughs> when are you going to go outside? Florida got FAMU. Of course, the coronavirus has spiked. Seen, as soon as phase two hit, uh, niggas in Miami with a swiftness. My brother, I, I just don't get it. And like, I want to travel too, but I'm not. Me and you have had these conversations off air about like yeah. at this point I'm trying to go back to Cali. Like I really yep. want to go, but like bruh, I just yep. feel like I can't. Like I owe it to my family. I owe it to myself. I owe it to my like I see people on the beach. I'm talking to you, Ocean City, Maryland. Like, what are y'all doing out there? You look stupid. Packed. Packed. Like y'all look, that y'all shit, look, y'all look, look fresh. Crazy. Y'all look thirsty. Like y'all can't make amends without going in large groups of people. Like I feel like that's an illness, dog. Like, do they have? Go ahead. Mask? And no mask. They have mask no. no, no mask. No, they out there butterball, bro. No Butt nakeds out there. Ass no mask. Come on, bro. Yeah, don't make crazy. no sense. Yeah, <clears throat> don't make no sense. I don't. I don't get it, bro. I, you I, have I, a mask I'm, on this weekend? You said what? Oh, oh yeah. 
Did you have a mask this weekend? I did. Everybody but Sydney had a mask. <laughs> Sid took her mask off for the photo op, bro. I was like, <laughs> why you put it out like that? <laughs> it's a hey, the pictures online. <laughs> it's public discourse. Yeah, the pictures already on the internet. Yeah. I was I was receiving DMs like, hey, your friend doesn't have a mask on. Oh, oh my gosh! Like the mask police here. That press? <laughs> yeah, bro. But like, why are you why are you telling me? Like, I was there. I, I saw the picture. You know she was tagged. Why you DM her? DM her. What are you talking about? Facts. Your friend know. doesn't have a mask on, and you don't have a heart. Like, would go talk to her about it. Anyway, Florida. Right. I think yes. it's a mental illness to not be able to. What's a mental illness? To not be able to function without being in front of people in large groups, like I feel like that's the illness. like you can't find anything else to do, especially knowing that you run the risk of dying or infecting people that you really care about. Like, is it that serious to show that you're at a brunch or at a party or which or your life? Well, I mean, we know what that is. I've, I've said this numerous times. That's just all social. It's the social media disease. Everybody wants to be seen. Don't throw line brothers and sisters in there like it's nothing. Don't do that. <laughs> line brothers and sisters are people too. What are you talking don't, about? Don't do that. They don't just out. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> don't, don't do that. No, no, no. Not, I'm not saying they're not doing it, but... <laughs> but don't throw that in there with mental illness. <laughs> this whole mental illness no, no, in Florida you conversation. It, you, forced it, you forced it. There are. I don't care. There are people of all backgrounds, groups, and associations that are doing wrong. I don't care if you're in a frat, a sore, or if you just me working at Seven Eleven. Like I don't care. People out here doing it. They don't get excluded from the list. I'm calling them out. You, you not calling out your man's who's. The, not saying that any of the men of I just I think I took a picture because I took a picture with my OB this weekend. I took a picture with you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I was on bikes. You you say you took a picture or didn't you? I took a picture with you. It's absolutely true. And you did this in the picture, Goofy. The picture I didn't take a picture. All right. I was standing right there and you took a picture. <laughs> Oh, so he's saying you need to take a picture together. I'm going on together. Oh, it looks like you're pretty much. There's the receipts. Yeah, there's the receipts. You're posing for that at this point. Yeah, Anything else? Pose. I yeah. thought it was a video. I like how you had that ready too. <laughs> no, I just pulled it up. I thought it was a video. So, so nothing else? Gotcha, bitch. We ain't taking no picture. All right. When y'all come to going back outside again? When they stop killing black people. It's a great transition. Well, when you say outside, you just mean like clubs and bars and stuff? Yeah, I was talking about I'm that. never comfortable going outside. Me either. Uh, like, I, like, I went for a run today and I'm looking over been my at protest and all this other stuff. That doesn't mean it's comfortable. But I, I went for a run today and all I could think about for real was Ahmaud Arbery. Because I'm in a new neighborhood where I've yet to see any black people and also not many of them have seen me. And I'm running a different path, going up and down hills and shit. And the whole time, I'm just thinking, "Damn, like this could be it for me." When you said that, I, when you, when we got off the phone and you said that, I was like, "Man, I had to send some, had to send some prayers up." That's really why I was trying to get my cousin to come. <clears throat> you know, but I definitely it is what it is. 
I felt doing, that when I moved over here. Like it is uncomfortable oh, yeah. to be to be new in a white space. Because the path I run on is behind my house, and that shit goes deep into the fucking neighborhood. Bro, I'm taking up. I'm taking up fishing. Like a month. <laughs> taking up fishing yeah. as a hobby. Trust so me, I'm going to lakes, ponds, reservoirs. Did you get a license? <laughs> yeah, I got my license. Turn me up. Heavily wooded areas, and it's just ripping like lips. today. Ripping lips, taking names. Um, today I yeah. was down at uh St. Mary's County. Um, which is a predominantly white area in Maryland. And um, I had to come back because there's an emergency podcast we had to do for NBC. And I'm on, I'm the only black guy at this uh, huge park called Gilbert Run. And I've never had any bad experiences there, but it doesn't matter. So I'm walking in the woods, deep in the woods, and I get passed by some white people here and there. But I'm like, the whole time I'm walking, I'm thinking about like, what if one of them just don't like me? You know what I'm saying? Like one of them, oh, what, if they're, one. what if they're one of those? What if they don't like that I'm here? What if they be like, oh, he has this shirt on and he's standing for that. I'd, I want to take action on him. Or what if it's just like, oh, your people are doing this. So let me show you type thing. I'm alone. I'm in the woods. In the Anything woods. Happen. So, and I was also thinking about like, I'm <laughs> carrying a bucket with tackle. I have a fishing knife and I have my fishing rods. Or like, it's so sick. It, it's it's so rough being a black man because I'm thinking of how they're gonna cover it up, dog. Like I'm like they gonna that kill is, me. That and, is how oppression works. That is the oppression. operations of oppression. That's oppression. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna kill me and say, "Oh look, he had that knife. He had a knife. Him. Oh look, he had a hook. Or oh look, he had two um, fishing rods on him. I thought they were guns." I shot first, asked question last. Like it's just or, or hang you up with the string and say it was a suicide. It was a suicide because it was your string. It's my it's yep. my fishing line, and I was just going out there because I was ready to end it all. It's just stuff like that. Like I think about that all the time, dog. I came home after that. I got hit with a double wave. There you Came home after that on my way home, and I'm driving, and this cop takes a right and unmarked, right behind me. He's he's flying. He is. Flying. Let me just say that fear is, bro. No, the unmarked is a different Ooh, type of fear. Unmarked, yeah, the unmarked is, is different. It is different type of fear. And you see him start looking over at his laptop while he pulling up, bro. No, he was flying to the point where I didn't know he was a cop. But I'm like, bro, ain't no fast. way an unmarked is going that fast. He's fast. speeding. He sped behind me. Got to the right of me. And sped up a little bit. So I'm here. I'm like, all right, let me keep my hands 10 and 2. What are we going? 40 miles per hour. I'm going 40 miles per hour. And then I look over at him. He looks at me. Buddy hit the brakes and got back behind me, dog. Got yeah, back behind me. And he's following me. It's <laughs> to the point. And this happened to me at Macon one time. I was taking a left into um there was a cop sitting. It's weird. It's in it's an intersection, if you don't know. Uh Macon landscape. I took a left to go into this parking lot. And the cop saw me put my blinker on and was like, nah, like you're, I'm gonna pull you over. Like, you're not gonna just get out of this. Like thinking I was trying to you know, do something to try to get out of it. So today I'm going into my neighborhood, nice neighborhood, put my left blinker on. Cuz follows me into the neighborhood, bruh. Pulls, I, he doesn't pull me over, but he just follows me to the neighborhood. As soon as I go to turn on my street, bust a Yui, flies out the neighborhood. I had a today, cop to my house the other night. Today, like this, this is not, and this is what I need my white people to understand. Yeah. I don't care, and we'll talk about NASCAR in a minute. I don't care that everybody's walking. I do care. 
because it, it matters. The, the fact that we're getting more attention and, and a lot of people are joining the movement, I appreciate it. But just because this is happening, you're seeing some subtle changes here and there, and some corporations standing out and saying things, and some changes being made, and some Confederate flags being taken down and the statue removed, that does not mean that this is just over. Like, it's not getting They are better. still hanging niggas in the streets. They're still killing them. They are them. still stringing niggas by their necks across trees across the United States of America. Bruh, it's in the middle of a revolution. Happening. It's still happening. In the middle of a revolution. Cops are still shooting, shooting us. I mean, that shit, that, the very thing we're protesting against is still going on. That shit just happened. When was the Wendy shooting with uh, Rest in Peace Ray Sharp Brooks? What was that? That was a Thursday? Week, a, week a week ago. That was like last Thursday or something that that shit just happened. And that's the middle of us protesting against the very thing that they just did. 20 days after um, George Floyd was murdered, there were 120 more police killings. 20 days, 120 people. That's average 12 people, 10 days, 1.2 people a day. They're killing a person every day. Come on now. And um, Mr. What's his name from uh, George Floyd case is roaming Walmart. They doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Because everybody know, yo, I saw a tweet. I I can't lie, the shit was funny. They said he he disguised himself as Joe Budden and still got and still got still uh, got Kyle. And why um, hey, and why Joe, Joe quoted Budden. that joint, bro? It was like I I hate it here. <laughs> I really do hate it. Here. I really do hate it here. <laughs> but but bro, he's talking about I need to get people, essentials. The girl was like essentials. Send somebody else, nigga. I essentially need to be able to not die because I got a nigga with a knee on his neck, my mama neck. George Floyd essentially should be here right now. You know what I'm saying? Essentially. You essentially shouldn't have gotten out on bond. This is some things that you're essential, white essentials, black essentials, two different things. I essentially should have feel comfortable. I was on the uh, another podcast earlier today talking about, bro, have y'all called the police? Like for anything? Like, I've have never you, called the have police. Have you dialed 911? They're here no. to protect and serve. I haven't, I was talking it out. I'm like, yeah, man, they're supposed to be here to protect and serve. But I remember the last time I, I never called the police to protect or serve me. Never called 911 ever. I dialed 911 one time and it was because I saw a car accident. Mm. And that was it. That's the one time I've ever dialed 911 in my entire life. Not for you. Not to protect or serve me. I was thinking about the Dave Chappelle skit. um, or Not even a skit. It was one of his stand-ups from back in the day. He was talking about um, he's afraid to call the police because he lives in a good neighborhood. So he'll call the police and they'll come right to his house and hit him and kill him and be like, oh, open and shut, click case, Johnson. (laughs) The perp came in here in this nice house and hung pictures of himself all over the place. Let's put some crack on him and get out of here. Like, it's it's just so, it's crazy. I ain't never called the police to help me. So. Dave Chappelle, he, Dave Chappelle's Chappelle's absolutely genius. Let's Let's talk about it. That's special, that's special you did was amazing. He's he's absolutely hold on because if we're gonna talk about the special, y'all know I got something cooked up. But Dave Chappelle, not I only does that. not only does he t- talk about everything that's going on right now in this new special, he was like, he said, "Have y'all not ever seen me do stand up before?" Because so and so on on the news was like, "Where's where's Dave Chappelle?" Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he's calling out celebrities right. and stuff. He's like, "Has nobody ever seen never any seen of my stand ups before?" Right. All Dave Chappelle does is talk about what's going on with black people, bro. 
uh, I think it was, I think it was Chris Rock. Chris Rock was like, um, they said black people are like, an they're being killed so often, they're like an endangered species. He's like, no, we're not. Because even endangered species are protected by the, by the government. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, Michael Che in his stand-up, um, which is the mm. one where he was talking about all buildings matter. I've been watching that one for years. He said, um, he said something like cops and blacks aren't getting along with uh, police. I don't know if you've seen the news in the last 400 years <laughs> and shit like that. Like, yeah. com com black comedians are talking about what the fuck is going right. on. It's, just because, we, it's this... just because they bring a sense of humor to it that is, is looked at as it's not talking about the topics. They don't and, watch us ever. They don't watch you, it until we say something about them. And then it's I like, know, like oh, oh you're attacking up, her. I can't believe he said that. Like, bro, and what? Then, and then people want to know where J. Cole has been. Chris is the transition king today. Boy, you should host. You pie, people, people want to know where J. Cole has been. You want to work J. Cole for as long as <laughs> <laughs> for as long as he's had a career in music, uh -oh. has been talking about everything that's been going on. The first song I ever heard by J. Cole where he was socially conscious. Have you all heard his uh, Kenny Lofton? Yes. Yes. Kenny Lofton. Every, this young yes. age, they only care about it. Yep. Okay. He die and hit front page. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Yep. They he like J Cole has been talking about everything, both for men and for women, for as long as J Cole has been J Cole. And we got people on the internet talking about where's J Cole? Where's your Messiah? Where's um, what what's she calling? I'm not even gonna say her name. I think she said goat. Where's your goat? Uh, where's your Greatest, no whatever you kind of said her name. <laughs> yeah, you said. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Like, All right, let's talk about it. I mean, let's let's be I mean, specific in our approach here before you get started, Jair. Okay, go ahead. We're, we're referring to J Cole's first drop of 2020, which is Snow on the Bluff. Um, that's a 2011 like hit movie based in Atlanta. It's one of my favorite movies that I've ever seen. It's a really good movie. Um, but he came out with a song basically addressing Miss No Name about. A multitude of things how she's acting on social media how she's called for action from celebrities and certain people and, and imagine he was bigging her up wasn't saying anything negative whoa whoa whoa, whoa 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 hold well, your horses jair let him finish hold yeah, your horses let i'm gonna let, let i'm gonna let you get let me, let me read the tweet let me read the tweet the tweet says poor black <clears throat> Poor black folks all over the country are putting their bodies on the line in protest for our collective safety. And y'all favorite top selling rappers not even willing to put up a tweet. Niggas whole discographies be about black plight and they know where to be found. Yeah, I just, I personally feel like if you guys really have been paying attention to what's happened in 2020, J. Cole was definitely in the trenches of this entire thing, not making music, but like out there marching maybe a month when this, a month before the song even came out. He was there with the basketball players as well, out there on the streets, not making music. We hadn't heard anything from him. Like I said, this is first release of the year. We hadn't heard anything from Cole, but he was not even a tweet. But he was definitely in the, so like, is a tweet worth more than being in the trenches and that's up to you that's a that's a that's a rhetorical question because some people show the support in different ways but all i'm saying that's is, what i'm saying everybody all I'm protests saying is, in a different way right but and for, him, what, for you to attack to an on. artist or not tweeting but the artist has built their discography like you said off of talking about what's going on in any community black black women white people as well talking about the lack thereof in in terms of 
um, attentiveness and intelligence about the black man or woman and how we live, he was just in the sh in the trenches showing his support. So I don't understand how you could attack that. That's just me. Go ahead, Giant. That's what I was gonna speak on though is, cause remember when I said, I think we spoke about this the last episode where I was saying, when everybody was doing the Blackout Tuesday and the Instagram stuff like that. And I was saying, me personally, that's not how I express my right. um, support. I feel like not to say that he's biting, not saying he's biting off me or he got that from me or anything like that, but that's, it's a similar uh, concept where he's not, he's not big on social media. He's not out here posting every day on Twitter, on Instagram every day. He's active, he's out in protests, he's donating, he's doing things that, not everything needs to be shown on social media for you to say that you participated in an event. And that's what a lot of these issues come up with is everybody needs to be seen. You don't need wow. to be seen to protest. You don't need to be seen to do, like, you can go do all this stuff without saying that you did it. The fact that you did it is what oh matters. Oh my God, boy, you potting. A lot that's, of you nasty the, men and women yeah, out like there. That's, like, the, that's you, the main reason that y'all are doing it. It's because you want to be seen. And that's the biggest issue is that you're doing it for the wrong reasons. We're doing this because we're fighting for our lives. We're not doing this because we want to like it or retweet. We're doing this because we've been fighting for this shit for the last however many years right. of the same issue. It's not the about- The revolution will not be televised. Exactly. It's like, it's not something that needs to be on social media. It's something that needs to, you need to take action. Fuck all the likes and the pictures. Get in the streets. Niggas is dying in the middle of these protests. You out here taking pictures in the middle of these protests. You look crazy. Nasties. Like, now check this crazy. out. Gross. Are you done? I didn't. Shorty had on red bottoms and just came and took a picture on Black Lives Matter was, Plaza and then dipped. Like you look. I saw nuts. you. Oh, that's how it is. That's Shorty how, came that's in a whole, a whole club outfit, took a picture, and then stepped on, in stepped in the name of love right out of there. What are you here for? We can get back to the, the content issue, but that was the that was the, the that piece that I wanted to speak on specifically. So to 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 jump on uh to jump on your train real quick, um again back to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle was like, what the fuck? Like nobody gives a fuck about what Dave Chappelle, the comedian, has to say right now. The streets are speaking for themselves. Why are we so interested in what celebrities have to say mm -hmm. in the middle of all of this. Why do we put mm -hmm. them on such a pedestal, you know? And then, and then what's crazy to me is how J. Cole puts out a song, right? Giving a sense of direction and saying, hey, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know enough. You know, he says a lot of things in that thing. Then she comes back help. out. And then she comes back out with another song, basically saying, so this is what you're talking about when now you put out a song? And what's crazy is the people that protected her for putting that song out was saying that she put a song out to draw everything back, draw draw the um, attention back to the issues going on. When in reality, her dropping a response made this so so beef a thing. It was, it was about never, her. It exactly, was about her. It was, exactly, and, then, and that's the thing. How is how is what she did any different than what um, the I forgot the the white commentator's name, whoever who told LeBron and Kevin Durant, just shut up, shut and, up dribble. and dribble. Oh, we're not even like gonna talk you, about her. Like, She's hey, a dummy, use, I don't know her name. You Use yeah. your platform and do what you do, you know? And don't worry about anything else outside of what you're doing. She's worried about the wrong shit. She's basically saying, use your art and use your platform. He's like, look, I'm gonna use my boots. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be another physical being in these streets. You know, and she's like, mm, that's not good enough for me. I need a tweet from you. 
And to rein things back a bit, back a little bit, because I feel like we have been on the side of men in this, kind of, this conversation. Um, oh, I was definitely, I, I was have, definitely pulling up some, uh, some, some women point of views here. From yeah, I'm about to say, I have, I have, yeah, because right. I have talked to, I've talked to my girlfriend, I've talked to my, mom, no, not my mom. I've talked to, um, who else? I talked to, talked to a couple of women about this issue, and they were essentially saying that you know, it's not what he said, it's the tone in which he said it, and he said it in a, in a way of saying. You're speaking too loud. You're, you're talking too loud. Relax. And you know, we all know what happens when we tell a woman to relax. When when, and when you tell a black woman her tone is off. Exactly. We all know what happens. Stuff. So that's that's where I think a lot of the issues of it have come with is them seeing it as black men telling black women to relax. I think that's where a lot of the issue has come. I just have a question. You might as well. We gonna catch fire for this. Oh, it's yeah. it's coming. But yeah, I have an honest back. question, and I Just, PSA before I have spoken. We have all had this conversation um, in our group chat, off air, offline, talking about the women we have addressed about this. We have all reached out to groups of women to talk about, yep. hey, how do you feel about this? Can we have a dialogue about this? Yep. We are so 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 open to having any of you queens come up here and join us. This is the thing about being virtual is that anyone can join. I just, I just, we all just bought premium Zoom. So we can, <laughs> hey baby, I got up to a hundred slots on this Zoom call, okay? We can all come together and have this conversation. I, I welcome it. Chris brought up the idea of bringing someone on last week. We just didn't get to it this week, but I welcome it. So my question is, what tone would, would you like J. Cole to have had in that situation? Because when I think tone, I think of how he delivered it. It, it's a it's a difference between someone barring you up aggressive uh, killing you like that and then it's a, how J. Cole did it to me it was like this is not a Cole we typically hear in songs there's I'll no bass line there's no bass the song, the, the music is not distracting it's very quiet and, and, and relaxed easily saying full bomb college degree like he's, he's, he's like a, giving he's the a, most let me wrap to you real quick it's the most straightforward so I don't know and this is I'm a man I'm a man right I personally do not know how he could have delivered it in another way. Do you guys? I know? honestly don't. I don't think he could have responded to any woman in any way and received and any they, less yeah. of a negative feedback. The the thing that because, I was because hold on because at the same time he did the exact same thing that Dave Chappelle did. We keep these two things happening at the same time. He did the exact same thing that Dave Chappelle did. Took what somebody said addressed it, offered what he was doing, and then said, all right, let, let's get back to work, right? Only difference was that Dave Chappelle was responding to a male anchor. I don't remember the, the guy's name. And J. Cole was responding to a woman. I don't think right now in this climate with, um, rightfully so, women are really trying to hold men accountable and telling men to hold each other accountable. This is This is great. This is exactly how it should be. And men, hear me. We need to hold our buddies accountable. We need to hold ourselves accountable and we need to eradicate this um, misogynistic society that we have. And we need to do better by our women. In the midst of all of this, I don't think J. Cole could have said anything to any woman without without being um, chastised for it. Because I mean, even, even if he didn't use that word tone, which is what everybody's hung up on, yeah. I think even if he didn't use that word tone, he still, would have gotten the negative feedback that he got because he was talking was to a same. woman right now in this time. 
this and I think that's what a, I'm gonna go ahead and, and try to and get my boy Jacoby's take on this because I see him with the facial expressions over there. So th- to to the tone, about the tiptoe in his Jordan. <laughs> yeah. To the, to the tone aspect of that, we understand, and it, it, not just Jacoby, everyone in in this call. Jacoby, I know your cup empty. It's definitely empty. You um, hear the bottom of it. <laughs> some of right. The- you heard it right. <laughs> <laughs> pulling off the yeti. Uh, <laughs> Some fans and women have called Cole a misogynist for expecting black women to patiently teach ignorant men. That's where I was going to get to. Is that a... And all of you have... He never said that. I'm going to just say he never said that. That's what women are jumping to. Is that that's what his, he's his, being. Yeah. That's what he's being attacked for. Is expecting, is expecting women to to patiently teach ignorant men when they've put out multiple resources about the topic because they they related it to white people expecting black people to teach them about all the stuff that they've been through. But he never said he expects anybody I'm to a, teach I'm him. A, I'm a, listen, Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm right there. I'm with, trust me. I'm, I'm right there with you. Trust me. I'm right there with you. It's just, that's what women are having an issue with. Chris? Yes. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> I understand that that's the issue. And also me as a man, who the fuck am I to tell somebody what, or especially a woman <laughs> to be upset about. But all I'm saying is there is no, like there's no physical, like you can't, you, you can't find those lyrics in the song. <laughs> I've okay. looked, I've absolutely looked. And I feel like I myself have been so fair and I ride for black women, I do. And y'all know me. Last episode, I went on a rant about X, Y, and Z. I did a speech about X, Y, and Z, not to like give myself big ups, but like, this is not something that's new. Nah, talk your shit, King. I think, I think black women deserve everything and more. I just, I haven't found those lyrics in this song. I'm not, I'm not a misogynist apologist. I just, I'm missing the part where he's saying that black women need to, need to teach him or teach men at all. I don't think he talks to any black woman besides no name and addresses nothing but that tweet. Like, I just, I'm missing it. All right, so here's the- And I don't want black women to show it to me. I want my black men to find it for me. Okay, well, here are the lyrics. Not saying that this is the specific lyrics you're talking about, but here is a series of lyrics from the song that we are going to talk about. It is gonna happen. I'm just going to pick it up from here. Uh, he says, and the frustration that fills her words seem to come from the fact that most people don't see. Just because you woke and I'm not, that ain't no reason to talk to me like you're better than me. How you going to lead when you're attacking the very same niggas that really don't need the, that you saying? Instead of conveying you holier, come help us get up to speed. I don't think me and us is men. I think it's people that she's seeing who aren't um, Thank who you. aren't as Thank educated. You. He started with, y'all Thank have you. this false narrative that I, my IQ's high because I got a college degree. It, he's you. saying it's, there's people who are not well-versed in everything that's going on. So he's not talking about me, as in me, Jermaine Cole from Fayetteville, North Carolina. He's talking about people who don't understand the magnitude of what's going on, people who don't understand the systemic racism, the things that have been in place for 400 plus years. He's not He's not saying, hey, here's my phone number. Call me and help me understand. 
He's saying it's because because if you're not you took that out of context. He says you need to go to the ghettos where people aren't really getting this because they're so worried about everyday life. And he's saying like direct this towards people who don't understand and then talk to them like children because it takes time and patience for people to understand. There's a reason why we've been in change for 400 years. All right, well, take it easy, partner. I hear you. I was I was getting to that that line is right here. It's right, right and it's next up on the queue. I was just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He said, it's a reason it took like 200 years for our ancestors just to get free. These shackles be locking the mental way more than the physical. I look at freedom like trees, can't grow a forest like overnight, hit the ghetto and slowly start planting your seeds. What is the point of you preaching your message to those that already believe what you believe? I'm on some effort retweet. Most people is sheep. You got all the answers, but how you going to reach? And then the part about children, he says, if I could make one suggestion. (laughs) He said, if I could make one more suggestion respectfully, what a man. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) sorry, people that disagree with me. I would say it's more effective (laughs) to treat people like children, understanding that time and love and patience that's needed to grow. The change is inevitable, but ain't none of us seen this before. Therefore, we just got to learn everything as we go. He also ended with saying he feels like he doesn't do enough and he's trying to do more. That's how he ended his. uh, his Yeah, that's that's my issue with everything is I don't understand what the issue is of him asking, how can I do more? And what is the what is the problem with that? I feel like also he's saying like, I feel like my music platform hasn't been enough. Let me go ahead and get in these streets. This is him trying to do more. Right. What he's doing right now is trying to do more. By him be getting, saying, fuck a retweet. Let me go exactly. ahead and put my put my Nike boots on and walk down this street and not take pictures and not do the publicity thing. No autographs. Exactly. Exactly. Devil's you know I'm, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm hitting my devil's advocate button. Do you, you think that this that. was, well, I'm doing it. Do you think that this is the wrong time for him to say what he said to her. No, I think it's the right time. In a miss, right? There's never a right time. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess that answers the question. To you, but in the midst of a revolution, in the midst of black men and women coming together as one, as well as our white counterparts and our people of color, uh, counterparts, excuse me. Um, people of color, white, whatever, coming together in terms of us trying to unify towards a common goal and beating this systemic racism and making a change, do you think it was the right or wrong time for him to take this moment to say, hey, black woman, this is how I feel about what you said, and this is how I feel you should do it, and this is what I'm doing in my personal life? Well, how else would he expect us to come together as one? How, how else would she expect us to come together as one without him asking, how can I do that in the first place? If, he's, if, he, if she's calling him out for not doing enough and he thinks he's doing enough, he's, is, he's, is he not in his right mind to ask, how can I do more so that we can continue to grow as one? Did it have to be a song? Could he have gotten her contact information and hit her up behind closed doors and asked her to help him partner to do something larger? But if he's an artist and that's his way of getting information out, what is wrong with him being an artist? Exactly. What is wrong with him being an artist and activating his fan base to go and ask how else they can do more? Because let's be honest, his fan base is going to listen to that song, see the reaction from it, and ask what is the issue. 
has the message been lost? Listen the message to has been lost when people listen started to what we're harping talking on about. that word tone. Yeah, I think the message That's when was the message lost was behind lost. the. I think people are misinterpreting what he was saying. I think people are intentionally mis misinterpreting what he's saying, personally, because he did nothing but spit facts. He did nothing but spit facts on that entire song. Um, can you repeat your question? I asked multiple just now. I asked. About okay, what was what was the last thing that you asked? Has the message been lost? Has the message been lost? No, 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 no. Before Jair started responding, could he have contacted her behind closed doors without making a song? Contacted her specifically one to one and said, "Hey, this is how I feel about what you said. Here's my stance." And this is okay. this is a letter. Like this song is a letter. It's constructed as a letter, beginning, middle, and end, and closing. Could he have taken this instead of putting it out there? I know this is his mode of communication. The same way you said this is what she was calling for him and people like him to do. Could he have said, "I see you. I hear you. Let's talk about it without me." you feeling like I'm attacking you, especially in a public manner. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I honestly feel it's an automatic, and even, this is not just women, this is men too. When Can you're called, to him when you feel, that's true. But when you're called out. Life is uncomfortable, you know, right? Do you know life is gonna be a couple, <laughs> right? But I, did she, did when, she name, did she are, name? With, she didn't name him, but let's but be because honest. Because her saying, well, we know she was talking about J. Cole and Kendrick conscious. Lamar. Okay, we know Cole who she was talking who, about. Who else in the game is is made a career off rapping about what black people are doing? That's, that's, that's true. true. Okay, I understand. Nobody. I understand. I just feel like it's especially saying it could be it could be a if the shoe fits. So he could have took offense to it and went ran with it on another. But I mean, she said she said art. She said she would say goats, but she said who your biggest rap names. J. Cole, whose entire discography—that's—that's exactly. that's not. Come that's on not now. More than those two. We people. know who she's no. talking about. Yeah, exactly. If I say, if I say, there's only one black man in the greatest basketball player in the world conversation who's actually speaking. The other one's not doing nothing. You know who I'm talking about? It's true, Michael Jordan. Who am I talking about? Michael Jordan. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> we know, we know, we know who's being talked about. <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> like, like we, we know what's going on here. Whether or not you actually said it, we know what's going on. It wasn't LeBron. No, because LeBron's out here. LeBron doing the damn thing. Okay. Yeah, Mike, Mike donated. Mike did donate. He did donate. He did. Yes. yes he Which did. is fine, but I'm, so, that's not. I'm not making an argument. I'm just saying if that were the thing. No, no, that no. I, I, know, say, I know. I know. Yeah. No. I. I. I I'm just saying. Is there a way to make amends? Like, is is there a way to? Because the conversation is the most difficult part. We have, like we, have, we have personally been in situations where people have said stuff about us, maybe directly or indirectly. We just talked about this a few days ago. We <laughs> then responded directly, and then that spurred a conversation one-to-one, -one, you know, behind closed doors. Now, was a common ground necessarily met? No. Did opinions change as soon as that person left? Probably so, but is there a way? Because I feel like we need to, this is my personal feeling, we need to unite. We need to, it's, I don't like the diversity in, in, in these things that come up within our black community that is keeping us from really pushing things forward. So yes, they, I think she was wrong in the way she called him out. 
the same way I'm I'm playing devil's advocate and saying he could have called her the same way she could have done that to him. I think both sides have the right to view each other's message or attack, quote unquote, in a certain light, whether I believe it's right or right, I could see both sides. But how do we come together is the goal. Like, how do we put these differences aside and say, look, I hear you, I see you, but how can we now take her? Cause now you got, and I'm ranting, but now you got no names fan base and you got Cole's fan base. And a lot of them are black. So now we got a group of black people who, now some that are fans of both or one another that aren't as shallow to say, I don't care nothing about what's going on over there. I'm disputing everything. But there's a group of people that are supporting the artist and not the message. Mm -hmm. So how can there be unification within this? Because nothing wrong with competitive banter or just trying to work towards a solution. How can we move forward? Any suggestions? I think it's necessary. Got a million dollar question. I think it's necessary to have like these. Am I slurring? Yes. Oh yeah, gosh. I think it's necessary black to have conversations about everything that's happening inside the black community so that we can all get on one accord so that we can continue to fight together against this system of white supremacy and all of this systemic racism and things that we endure every day for 401 years. Um, I think like a lot of the side conversations that we're having now about black men aren't going hard enough for black women, check, 100% agree. Uh, things about black men um, actually being the ones that are the abusers of black women, check, got it. We need to do better by our women. I absolutely 100% agree. And I think once we have these conversations and we can get on the same accord, and this is why I said earlier, black men we need to do better there are so many ways that we are slighting our black women and not doing them the way that we need to be we're not upholding and uplifting our black women the way that we need to be once we can say everybody look at everybody and say we're not doing it and then we say let's do it and then we start doing it then there's no longer a conversation about black women or uh, feel the same way about black men that they do about white police officers or white people because it's black people doing the same shit to the black women that the white people are doing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, then once all these conversations go away and these are no longer in, in play, once we fix everything and we're 100% solid and standing on the platform that black people are unified and we protect each other and we love each other and we do right by each other, then that's when we will find victory against white supremacy because then we'll all be pulling in the same direction. That's how I feel personally. Is that a pipe dream? You may disagree. To get 100% of anybody to do anything. That's, oh, that's absolutely, but if we could get the majority, because I can't, bro, more times than not, you and I are on the same social media. More times than not, we see black men saying, or defending black men than we do seeing them agreeing with black women. It's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're all on the same social media. I can't, like whether or not it's one thing or another on these big, these big ideas that black men are just as oppressive to black women as white men, the majority of that is true. Mm -hmm. We do, Because black women not only have to deal with white supremacy, they also have to deal with being subordinate on a gender, quote unquote, gender scale. They also have to endure being a woman in a male dominated patriarchy, mm -hmm. which is what patriarchy means, male dominated. My fault. It was redundant. But like little, that's little tipsy over there. It's all good. You. Patriarchy, but patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> the patriarchal patriarchy. In a patriarchal, 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 patriarchal. But like, 
I feel like once once we can get the majority, like, bro, fuck the majority. Once everybody's holding everybody else accountable, when I can look at you guys and say, yo, y'all not doing things the right way, and I can also look at my cousin, I could look at my brother, and I could look at my uncle and my dad and my cousin, then we'll start moving forward. And when all of you can look at me and say, Chris, here's where you're coming short, and then go look at each other and say, Jair, Quentin, Jacoby, this is where y'all are coming short. And then go tell your fathers and your uncles and your cousins and your brothers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Once that becomes a thing, when 100% of people are at least moving in the direction of positive accountability, then we can start unifying as black men and women. And then we include trans women and uh, trans men as well. The, our black trans community who's just as important you know what I'm saying? Once we once we protect everybody that's in-house, but there's nobody that can stop us. Our culture already dominates the entire world. Imagine if we did just that with our social justice. So we need to, Man, normalize, we need to normalize accountability. Accountability. We can, exactly. We can move yeah. mountains. Sorry, whip it, my gosh. That's right him with a zab jab. Jeez. Accountability. We need to normalize it. All right, brothers, that was our deep dive on J. Cole's quote-unquote diss to no name. Will she respond again? Thank you, Jacoby. All right, fellas. That's Jacoby's input. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. Jacoby (laughs) hasn't listened to the song, so we're going to let Jacoby listen to the song and come back with his deep dive next week. He said, what? What'd you say? I said, Jacoby hasn't listened to the song. So we're going to let him listen to the song. Yeah, I'm going to say, Jacoby's definitely. I just knew you listen to the song. He just don't listen to podcasts. Ours, including. His specifically. (laughs) Specifically his own. I just don't want to. I did listen to some other one from. Oh, yeah, fooey. We posted it on Instagram. Well, no, no, no. I actually did click on the podcast app and go in and listen to it. I searched wow. it and everything. Wow. That's after, that's after we told him to go listen to it. That's gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is after. That is I'm after saying, that's definitely after listens. we yeah. told him to go listen to it. And I told you yes. I would have it. I would be prepared for next time. Only because my uncle was like, yeah, man, you just don't be doing your, um, you just don't be doing your part. I'm like, man, you suck the business. Ah! Accountability, accountability, Here normalized, and be able to accept it. Try it. Look, exactly. I just don't want to hear myself talking. Like I already know what I said. Oh, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I don't want to hear Quentin talking gross. most of the time either. I respect your opinion, and I'm going to forward this podcast. Does anybody else have anything else to say? Before we get out, I think we pretty much touched on everything. We touched. Oh, do you guys want to talk about that brand new piece of? Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys <laughs> want to talk about that brand new B. Simone book coming back out to your shelves here soon? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you want some of this tool, man? No. no. <laughs> well, I want to make a proposal to y'all. Go ahead, bro. Moving forward, I feel like we should um, have a segment to spotlight black women in history. What do y'all think? You could have like proposed. That. We just recorded yeah, we today. Just- <laughs> Like you could have said this a couple hours ago. A couple we were sitting here waiting for me to finish eating for twenty minutes. I just thought about it. Well, tell I your good ideas to come faster. Pause. 
All right. This Come episode on, of the Jaya. Block Podcast is uh, closing remarks. <laughs> closing remarks. remarks. Starting with Kobe. Definitely didn't come prepared for this today. Oh, and nobody did. That's his. Remarks. Oops. <laughs> That's crazy. Off the top um, of the dome, freestyle. You ready now? <laughs> um, okay. Take care of yourself mentally, physically. That's all. Jair. <laughs> he just wants me to edit this, and I'm this not going terrible. to. This <laughs> I'm is just terrible. not going to. Man, I gotta find something else. Hope you can come I was, saying, I was trying to. I was trying to prepare something. Speak I was from the heart. I do got something. I do got something. I do Speak got from something. the heart. Go ahead, Cole. I do. Sometimes life will be um, uncomfortable. And I know I keep saying that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I know I really do keep saying that. And I hope so. This is the whole episode. I, no, because, like, literally, just, you know, just me, like, just, like I said, 2020 has been shit. And I kind of been thinking about a lot of stuff. And I had a couple, somebody that re- was really close to me uh, kind of checked me on some shit, too. So, like I said, like, you know, those uncomfortable conversations, just for, like, we kind of talked about it, like, a lot this episode. So, Kobe, you know, I was about to... You know, so life is uncomfortable, and you got to acknowledge it and just be a person, whether it's a man, woman, or however you identify of your word, and just stick with it. I like that, Jacoby. Good job. Say it so softly. I just felt like this was the tone that needed to be used. <laughs> You thought this was the right tone? This is the tone. Man, got the whisper song. This nigga got ASMR. Was that whispering? Was that whispering? No. No, that was Quincy. Oh, I was like, damn, okay. This nigga like, hey, Somebody else go. Kobe, let me whisper in your ear. Stop. Low <laughs> hanging. <laughs> um, nah, I would just say to have the rough, like I said earlier, and then have the, have, have the tough conversations, not just in your relationship, but just in life in general. Um, because you need to, you know, you need to be. If you can't have those conversations with people, then you need to reevaluate that the people, the people that you're around. And it could be family. It could be family, ex. friends. It could be anybody. Reevaluation. If, if you if they if they're uncomfortable by you saying what you're saying, maybe you need to look at who you're around. Good point. Um, <clears throat> for me, I just want to say, I think we all myself included need to and I've been trying to be better at this find some time to really find out who you are a lot of times when life is just really busy and you've got a job or whatever you've got that's taking up a lot of your time social media takes up a lot of time just put your phone down man put your phone down I just remember um, when the quarantine first started I was just a mess, man. I was a mess. I Mentally, I was just in a terrible space. I was one of those people I was talking about earlier, just had to be out, had to be in groups, had to always be doing something, had to be on my phone. But as life has started to you know, move on for me, I've just found a lot of solace in doing things that keep me at an ease mind, you know, um, like fishing, going, being in nature, being outside, just things that I typically, you know, I was fond of when life was regular, but now I've really had the chance, like after that first month of like being extremely depressed, like, okay, well, what can I do other than play video games all day and look at social media? So really find yourself, find some ways to really connect with yourself because there are a lot of things that you're talented at that could really help you 
feel better about who you are as a person and you don't need to be out seen or with groups of people to be happy. You will never be happy if you're not happy with yourself first. You'll never be able to love properly if you can't love yourself first. So make sure you love yourself first, take care of your mentals, take care of your chickens. Do all that stuff up front, do it first. Before you get with anybody, before you need, you don't need no man, you don't need no woman. And I'm talking about dating or whatever. Am I breaking up bad? Yeah, you can keep going in and out. Uh, you know, my, my internet, oh, they just told me my internet connection is unstable, is what Zoom just told Dang. me. So, yeah, just keep my taking care of yourself. Me about me. Keep taking care of yourself, man. You got to love yourself first before you love or in, and do anything else. So, that's all I got. I would like to expand upon um, Jacoby and Jair's um, ideas. When you have these conversations, listen not to respond, but listen to understand. When you get somebody else's perspective, that's powerful and that's how you grow. When you start to be able to think outside of yourself, that's when you grow. When it comes to opinion, stand firm in your opinion. But when it comes to experience and when it comes to perspective, be open and willing to, to adjust based on new information. You know, there's things every day that we come across that we don't come across every day. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like to to be to be unwilling to grow is to be okay being an idiot. Don't be okay being an idiot. All right. That final word there from Chris McMillan. Don't be okay with being an idiot that is all the time we have here on the flock podcast today we had time cuz we had time today make sure you oh. guys follow us on all social media platforms at <laughs> the underscore flock podcast oh damn you done. social media platforms got him there we go <laughs> oh, i'm still breaking up hey man it's, yeah. a, it's a storm in, in, in waldorf i didn't heard i seen two lightning strikes and i heard a cow go upside my house so I know I'm it's coming because I'm gonna get up out of here, is. dog. I'm gonna get up out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Keep us in your thoughts and prayers. Love you guys. Until next time, Quinn Mayo, Jair Perry, Jacoby Freeman, Christopher, the toy. <laughs>